Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, hello, how are you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live. It is Sunday, October 13th, and this is episode 30, the Dirty 30 episode. Yes. Yes. We have left our 20s. Oh, man. What can we say? We were young and we needed the money. What can I say? It is so great to be here. Thank you for joining me. This is the podcast where I talk about gaming, talk about tech, do some retro modern stuff like that. We talk about life, comedy, whatever happens, happens. We just... We just go with the flow. It's like a casual conversation with a good friend. And I appreciate you spending your time with me. We have some gaming news to talk about, some Sony news, some Microsoft new patents, maybe some Nintendo new hardware released. And uh, then we have some uh, some tech stuff to discuss as well. Uh, we have this. Oh, you know what? I feel like such an idiot. I didn't even do this week in gaming history. I'm just remembering. I forgot to do that today. Oh, well. The Dirty 30 is going to be dirty right off the bat. Should we get a round of applause? No, I'm cutting that right quick. Sorry about that, folks. I'm just remembering. So, uh, but we're going to talk about some other things. It will be a lot of fun. Um, Halloween is almost among us. We have a community event that's going on right now. Hashtag Halloween. You can post that in our Discord. And um, next week, we will look at all of these awesome hashtag pictures that you've posted in Discord and see maybe you post a funny costume that you've worn or maybe a game that makes you think of Halloween. A lot of fun stuff to uh, to do and talk about there. Of course, the website HeineHouse.com and all of social media at HeineHouse, episode 30. We're going to jump right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for all of these amazing patrons you see on your screen. Thank you so much for your support. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine is how you take part. And I would like to welcome right there. You see on the, uh, the second row there on the main floor, Mr. Sammy K. Thank you for your support. Joining the main floor. He wants to get down on that after party podcast show that is exclusive to Patreon. And uh, we're, we're coming up to the second one. That's going to be happening very, very soon. And before I move on, I just want to say everyone main floor and game loft patrons that, that get that show. Hit me up if there's something burning on your mind that you think would make for a good episode. You want me to talk about something more in detail, maybe a story, maybe a console, maybe a game, maybe something, maybe a year, maybe a genre of something, just anything that comes to mind you want to hear more. I will take those in consideration and more likely do them at the end, uh, at the end of the day, because uh, I appreciate your your support and your feedback and your voice need to be heard. All right. So thank you, guys. Um, we're going to jump right into some random news here. This again, the beginning of the show, the first segment, usually about food. I just, I don't plan it that way. It just kind of happens. Why? Cause we're all humans and we like to eat, you know, we like to do it. Well, I will say it's not in my notes, but it is McRib season. And, um, not going to lie. I, I have had a McRib in my day. May have already had one this season. Maybe don't know. Nobody knows. I'll have to check my credit card statement to see if it was a charge. I don't know. Uh, it was good. And I liked it. Why? Because, you know, I'm kind of a fat ass and I like to make rib. But it is make rib season, so go ahead and get yourself one. Or don't, because they're terrible. They really are terrible. There's nothing great about them. But uh, it's something about that exclusiveness. I know, I know people that, from the very beginning, like, when they see an advertisement or something like a promo item on the side of a fast food restaurant, 
even if they don't really like it, they go for it because they're a sucker for promo items and promotional stuff like that. And um, I can't say that I'm that way, but I do like a slathered fake rib sandwich covered in barbecue sauce. I don't know. Something weird. Well, not speaking of McRib, how about Burger King? Adweek reported this earlier this week. Burger King in Finland is doing away with small talk when you order a meal. According to this article, I guess people in Finland hate small talk and sometimes it's unavoidable during your order uh, when you're placing your order at uh, a restaurant. Well, they've done away with it. They're calling it a silent drive through at BK. It is an option that was created <laughs> specifically in Finland. You can order food on the app, wait for it in the parking lot, and uh, you don't have to say a word to any of the employees. Uh, since its launch, the sales at that BK have doubled each month since. And it also has sped up orders by seven to eight minutes. Holy shit, folks. Stop it. Get some help. What? What? Oh, my goodness. Go figure that the reason why fast food takes forever and it's, it's just, it's us. It's us. They're like creating the autonomous drive-thru. Now, I'm not going to lie. Ever since the introduction of um, mobile ordering, I have used it, uh, you know, like when we get fast food, if I can order it on the app, I will do it. Why? Because I don't have to communicate to somebody who is then going to misinterpret my order if they're distracted or something and they're going to fuck it up and then it's going to be wrong. Not to say that it can't be wrong because believe me, I've ordered on the app and it has been wrong. That has happened. I'm just saying if I don't have to clog up like a drive through or something like I will do it. It's more convenient for me and I like it and I, I'm all for it. So like I approve of this. And I think that employees also approve of this. Why? They don't want to talk to you. Fuck you. They don't want to. They don't want to talk to you. And I get it. Why? Because most customers are assholes and they're hungry and they're rude and it sucks. And they work a really stressful job. We've said it a million times. I respect people who work in fast food. It's a tough job and uh, they deal with a lot of bullshit every single day, day in and day out. So if anything, you should be using it for their sake. Like give them a break. But yeah, that's fantastic. And that's really funny that orders, the, the, the speed of orders have gone up and their sales have gone up. Holy shit. Go figure. Nobody wants to talk to anyone. <laughs> Man, I'm telling, I mean, first of all, when the drive-thru was introduced a long time ago, that changed everything, right? Convenient. You don't have to get out of your car. You just drive through the drive-thru, get your food and go. And then they came out with delivery, right? And people, you order it and they deliver it. They bring it to you. You don't have to go out and get it. That changed the world. Then we have, you know, we have mobile, we have DoorDash, we have Uber Eats, we have people, you order the food, they go, they go get it for you, pick it up and then deliver it at places that don't have normal delivery, like a pizza joint or something. And then we have now, we have the, the talkless, the, the silent drive-thru. What, what will be next? It's amazing. It's crazy to think about it. You don't have to do shit anymore. You just sit there. <laughs> uh, you guys may have heard of this earlier. A 32-year-old 32, a 32 guy broke into Valve and stole $40,000 worth of stuff. This is true. Kotaka reported this. I put a lot of notes in here because this is crazy shit. I even, I even went and watched the, news, the, uh, the TV news article broadcast that they did of this. It was last month. Bellevue Police... Charged 32-year-old Sean Chaputis with a succession of burglaries in 2018, including repeatedly 
breaking into the headquarters of Valve, stealing a bunch of games, computers, and accessories. Among them were 48 PS4 games and Xbox One games. Police say that he gained access to Valve's headquarters through a non-functional stairwell door and was able to steal games and equipment from the 11th floor of the building. That's one of nine that Valve occupies in that, in that building. He then carried everything that he stole in a large blue recycling bin. You know, the ones that you put out uh, on your curb when you, you know, for a garbage day, recycling day. One of those big blue ones with the top that lifts up and has the two wheels on back. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he, he basically went around, threw shit in there, closed it, and wheeled it out. And, I, and look, you know, fuck this guy. But, like, that's brilliant. Just to do that, like, no one's going to suspect anything, right? Crazy. Well, it's, it's, un, it's insane. Like, what kind of security do they have here? Because he's done this repeatedly? Like, what? This blows me away. Um, put everything inside the recycling bin, closed the lid, walked straight out of the building. In addition to the console games, Chaputis is accused of stealing laptops, Nintendo Switch consoles, Steam machine units, and oddly, the minigun that Gabe Newell used in a photo shoot with Forbes back in 2011. That had to have been somewhere on display, I'm assuming. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Chaputis has also wanted a number of other charges, including stealing a FedEx truck in 2018, leading police on a high-speed chase, ending in downtown Seattle. It was nuts. The police officer said uh, that he was driving like 100 miles an hour in a FedEx truck. The back opened up. Packages were going everywhere. It was very dangerous. I don't mean to make lighter jokes about it. I mean, someone could have got killed, seriously injured. The man has no regard for human life. That is a very sad, sad state of events there. Um, so anyway, they did. They caught him uh, because he was driving a Geo Prism which is a very uncommon pile of shit car. All right, listen to this. This is how stupid this guy is. He parked his Geo Prism across the street from Valve. There's a Chipotle over there, all right? There's a Chipotle. There's a Chipotle over there. And he parked his Geo Prism, his piece of shit Prism, in the parking lot, probably inside getting a fucking burrito, stuff in his face. And he has all of the stolen Valve stuff in his car. All right, windows, you can see right through them. No tin on the windows, nothing. So he's parked. All the stuff's there. Geo prison. People are like, what the fuck? It's right here. All the stuff he wasn't able to pawn yet. He decided he wanted to get some food. and Didn't, uh, didn't want to, you know, didn't want to go too far. You know, what's what, what is convenient for him? Whatever's convenient for him. So he did pawn, this is all part and story, of, he did pawn the games. So he pawned the games first, and the dumbass went to a GameStop that was in the same city. Like, might as well have just been down the street. This guy seems like a bozo. So he, But this is really funny. So get this, he took in 48 games, a total of 48 games to GameStop. Went in there, GameStop gave him $335. <laughs> Go figure. And they're nice games, too. They're new games. PS4, Xbox One games. Come on, bro. Get some help. Get some help. Fucking guy. Lock him up. Uh, so, yeah, you know, Halloween is right here, right around the corner. And uh, I thought it'd be great to show off some, you know, maybe just one. One great outfit that is going to be, uh, I think... Probably the number one costume Halloween for kids this year. I cannot wait to see all the, 
the great, the young kids running around enjoying Halloween, getting their candy, playing spooky games, listening to little scary stories, you know, reading some Goosebumps books. Right, Steph? Cannot wait to see the kids. But what costume do you think they want? Do you think they want someone from Fortnite? No. Do you think they want to be a Pikachu or maybe a Pokemon? No. Hell no. You think maybe they uh, want to be like a Rainbow Bright? Uh, maybe that, maybe I'm dating myself. Uh, you think they want to be, uh, I don't know, a Barbie or a My Little Pony or something cute? You know, something fun? No. Hell no. They want to be Sanic. Sonic, Sanic the Hedgehog. But not just any old Sanic. They want to be this Sanic. <laughs> what is wrong with this picture? OMG. That is a fucking face of nightmares. What? Yeah, it's a real thing. So remember the ugly ass Sanic that we saw in the movie that was going to happen? And then they, uh, after all the backlash, decided to just scrap that and remake his face. Well, this is a replica of the old face, and I think it looks uglier and more menacing, to be honest. Um, it's a real Halloween costume, and it's a children's Halloween costume at bat. Top it all off, it's sold by Party City. And uh, yeah, you can go buy it. You can pick it up. You want another look at it? There it is. Sanic. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to, I'm going to fucking Photoshop this on my head for the, the thumbnail, the YouTube thumbnail picture, because that is just creepy. Whoa. Whoa. Matter of fact, here, I'll, I'll just get, I'll get the thumbnail right now. Here we go. Here's how it's going to go. Let me move this back and just be like. Here we go. There's the pose. I'll clip that. Amazing. I know, even Bob's pissed. Can't believe it. How about some gaming news? You ready to roll into some gaming news? Let's go! This is actually huge news. Probably the biggest news uh, article of this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially called the PlayStation 5. Or short, PS5. And I think all of us deep down knew that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not that we really questioned it, but uh, I mean, they've gone so long. Uh, we were actually I was talking about this with my friend Brandon. He came into town uh, last weekend. We were partying. And we were talking about this, and he was like, "Man, they've kept that name for so long. Like, was it ever? It was it ever a question? Was it ever in a doubt that it would be that?" And I was starting to think back, like, when did they start the PS One? Well, it was when they did. Uh, no, I don't have it out here. But it was when they did the original PlayStation 1. It was kind of a slim version. And it was almost more white looking. Uh, and it was rounded. had rounded edges. It was very small. Honestly, it was only like about that big. It's a very small console. And they named it the PS1. They spelled it out. O-N-E, if you remember. So that was the very first time it was officially called PlayStation 1. Before that, it was just called the PlayStation. PlayStation. So, yeah, they've been doing it a long time. So it's going to be called the PS5. Um, there's no other news around that. That's just Sony confirmed it. They did say that it's going to be the PS5. Very cool. Thoughts, discussions, input. What do you think? Get in Discord. Let us know what you think of that. And, uh, I don't know. I think it's great. No big deal. Moving on. I'm excited for it, to be honest. I'm excited for the new PS5. I'm excited for whatever the next iteration of PS5 VR is going to be. Uh, I'm actually really excited for VR, um, for the next gen console. I think we're really going to step up. We see PC really stepping up. We see Oculus and we see 
um, uh, the Steam Index, and we see all these great VR headsets really doing great stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm super pumped to see what consoles do in VR in the coming years. Um, an, a peripheral here, a device that I freaking want. Shout out to my man Andy. Thank you, Andy. The more you know. Appreciate Andy and Discord for letting us know about this. Hori, the amazing peripheral input controller manufacturers are releasing a proper racing, analog racing wheel for Nintendo Switch in November. All right, I'm going to talk about some of the perks on it, and then I'm going to show you some amazing pictures of this thing. Um, it's, a, it's a wheel and dual pedal setup, features USB connectivity, will work on Switch and on PC. Has Joy-Con controls, and they can be assigned for use with the wheel and it's numerous buttons standard edition so it has two editions standard edition it's 80 us dollars roughly comes in red and blue colored plastic uh looks kind of like a mario kart actually kind of looks like a mario character with the <laughs> with the uh the color scheme there um and then there's a a, a pricier more deluxe or dx edition and uh that's going to be around 150 us dollars that's not too bad uh, it features red and black design, a clamp stand, so that's great for your table, has suction cups for maybe a flat or glass tabletop, and includes dead zone adjustment. That's very important. So a player can adjust the radius of the wheel sensitivity. Huge, 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 huge. And unfortunately, though, there's no confirmation of a Western release. I don't think it's coming out to the United States or outside of Asia, to be honest. Both wheels will go on sale in Japan this November. Pre-orders are live right now on Play Asia. Unfortunately, when I looked at it, they weren't taking them. They were either sold out or they're not sure if they can meet demand. So they stopped it. But I want to pre-order one very badly. Why? Because look at this thing. The top one is the normal $80 version. Looks great. If you're just looking for a good old fashioned classic wheel to play some casual games, I'm all for it. Then, of course, the deluxe wheel. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking flappy paddle shifts. Look at that. ZR, ZL buttons mapped where your thumbs go. Ooh, look at all that. Home button, bumpers, face buttons, D-pad, fully adjustable, mappable, clamp stands, suction cups. Ooh, with pedals. Yeah, buddy. Um, Santa Claus, uh, yeah, I'd like that for Christmas. So yeah, that looks amazing. And in fact, I would love to play the uh, the new grid game that just came out on Switch with that. I think it'd be great. So put that on the Christmas wish list. Say that 20 times faster. Christmas wish list. Should be good. I'm excited for that. Thanks, Andy, for the shout out and letting me know about that. My car bud right there. There's an article I read today about um, seniors and uh, nursing homes reliving memories and having new experiences with VR. I put it up here close to VR because we just were talking about a little bit on VR. Um, this article here, uh, a lady by the name of Joy K. She went on a daring roller coaster ride. The 85 year old retired daycare worker didn't utter a sound as the roller coaster traveled over what appeared to be a cliff. She's quoted by saying, isn't it wonderful? She's enjoying herself. She's having a great time. Um, Kay, while wearing a headset and laughing about her virtual reality roller coaster ride, appears, says that it appears so real and she's thoroughly enjoying herself because it's in VR. And so they're experiencing that in VR. That's an amazing thing. Um, this nursing home 
uh, has this virtual reality setup in there. It's called Engage VR. It was developed for Watermark, which is the name of the nursing home, uh, which uses a cordless headset, and that system is powered by Oculus Quest. All right, so that's the smaller, kind of more portable uh, VR headset. Engage VR is planned to expand to more homes across the country, um, and um, I think that's great. I think that's a really heartwarming and touching article. Um, I've had a, I mean, a lot of us have had our grandparents or parents uh, where they're unable to care for themselves and they have to go into a nursing home. And I have had a grandma go into a nursing home. She was a vegetable for many, many years. So I'm familiar with visiting nursing homes and seeing what it's like in there at a young age. And I know, I know how difficult and scary and sad it can be um, when your loved ones can't care for themselves or, or in most cases even function. Um, so if the elderly have to be in a nursing home, I think this is great that they're doing this sort of thing. It warms my heart because we heard about this about, you know, 12, 13 years ago when the Nintendo Wii was coming out and well, nobody really could really get a hold of the Nintendo Wii for the first two or three years. But after that, and they became readily available, you guys remember hearing about this, the Nintendo Wii's were installed in nursing homes and it allowed people to play games specifically Wii Sports. Now, you know, I would be getting down on Wii Sports with all these awesome grandmas and grandpas in there. I'd be throwing down. It'd be a lot of fun, you know, and, and in the past, they've they've brought in entertainment. They've brought in music. You know, they've had events. They do they do little things like that at nursing homes to to try to stimulate and to try to to bring happiness. And I think this is great that they're doing this with VR the same way they did back with the Nintendo Wii when it first came out. I think that's great. So engage VR. They're they're doing great work there. And I just wanted to make an make a mention of that. Very, very cool. Um, some other gaming news to talk about here. Microsoft filed a patent for a VR mat. Get some help. What? What is this? Yes, well, the big M might be working on a virtual reality mat. Uh, at least sort of, maybe in part. Uh, to keep you from getting those shin busters on the coffee table. You ever just, you ever walk out and hit a fucking trailer hitch on the back of a truck when you're walking? Just bam, it's a shin buster. Fuck those hurt, man. Same thing can happen on the coffee table. You ever just jam a toe in the side of a coffee table? Or you jam a knee or a shin in there? Just a shin buster. It's terrible. Fucking hurts, bro. Get some help. What, bro? Um, Microsoft is calling it the virtual reality floor mat activity region. Okay, that's the real name. Virtual reality floor mat activity region. Somehow, I just don't think that's going to fly too well off the shelves with that name uh, at uh, Walmart, but it might. Um, in the patent application, it filed to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office this week. It looks to be some sort of mat that has built-in markers to keep you safe within the mat area. It has some sort of vibration function to maybe give some sort of 4D maybe experience. Um, and oddly, the patent shows that the Kinect camera is visible. What? The Kinect camera? The Xbox Kinect camera? What's wrong with you? If you need one, anyone out there, if you need one, every Goodwill in Arizona has about three. Just come on down. Let me know you need one. We'll go out there together. We'll go thrifting. We'll pick you up a Kinect. You know, 
I'll get you some teriyaki madness, get you a slice of pizza, pat you on the butt, send you on your way. You'll be good to go. I have a picture of this patent that they filed. You can take a look at it right here. So here it is. Here's the activity mat. Friends not included. So it looks like they have something on the back table here, if you see. It's got... There's the VR. You can see the VR headset. You see the two uh, controllers that the uh, person has. You see in the middle of the mat. Looks like some feet where you want to stand. There's a whole lot of things going on in here. But you can see 162. There it is. It's the fucking Kinect camera, bruh. Stop. Get some, get some bruh, 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 bruh. So that ought to be really interesting to see. I'm going to be this dude over here. Just chilling. Sitting with my hands in my pants. Pretty nice. Looks like you need a pretty big ass room though. Never know. Interesting patents. We actually have several uh, patents in uh, this podcast episode to talk about. I think I have three actually. So there's one. So speaking of uh, patents from Microsoft, there was another patent they filed around the same time. Um, so they, they filed for another one, possibly a VR pen or maybe a VR stylus of some sort. I have a picture for this as well to show you guys. The new patent suggests a new VR device that looks very, very interesting. Walking Cat is the handle on Twitter. Found, found this, so credit them. Walking Cat found it. Uh, Xbox stylus VR stylus. I don't know. Could it be something? I have no idea. Nobody really knows. They just saw this patent, and so they're like, what? Here's a picture of it. If you're not watching the YouTube video feed, I'll try to describe it. It's basically a computer monitor on a table with a little console or something to the left of it. Very basic. And then um, in front of the table is a hand holding a stylus when it shows a four-directional arrows, meaning that the stylus can move in either direction. And then the corresponding like arrow D-pad shows up on the screen showing that, yeah, it's going to move this image. So I guess what it's saying is like you're going to just hold your hand out and move it in the air and it's going to correspond with moving whatever that is on the screen. Possibly. I'm just guessing. I don't have any idea. I just saw this, you know? Just saw this. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. They're working on some stuff. You got to give it up. They're working on some stuff. Again, I think the the, the future for VR is bright. I'm I'm excited for it. I really am. I think it's great. Um, Facebook and Sony split up. That's right. Or I guess I should say Facebook and PlayStation split up. PlayStation 4 owners will no longer be able to share screenshots, gameplay, or any other gaming activities via Facebook as of Monday, October 7th. That's right. If you're hearing this right now, it is done. Uh? Yes, it is done. Cannot do that. It is over. They pulled the plug on Facebook. Facebook's integration was initially part of PS4's connectivity feature at launch. It is not anymore. Sony didn't give any reason for the removal uh, for the integration, but Facebook did mention in 2018 that they are looking to restrict how third-party companies could use its members' data, mainly Sony and Microsoft. Facebook is looking out for you. Ha <laughs> ha, just kidding. Probably because it's, you know, it's not very secure or they have issues with how they're using the data. They're probably having issues with security. You know, it's, it's a lot to manage. Facebook isn't the most uh, forthcoming uh, company. They're not really uh, out for your best interest. So 
Gotta be careful with that. Gotta be, gotta be uh, careful of that. Um, speaking of PS4, I've got some news about a new controller uh, from the amazing people over at Thrustmaster. Yes, the Thrustmaster, uh, the fantastic controller company that has been making input devices and controllers for shit, what, two and a half, maybe three decades? When did the first Thrustmaster come out? It had to have been in the early 80s. Had to have been. I mean, I remember early, I remember early 90s stuff or late 80s stuff. So, yeah, two decades, three decades. Um, they are making an input device for the PS4 with hot swappable parts. This looks awesome. I have pictures to show you as well at the end of this. It's available for pre-order right now in Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Australia, and that's it for right now. So I guess for right now, if you're in North America or anywhere else, you're going to have to import this bad boy, which I probably would. It looks looks really good. Plus, it has some really cool features. I'll, talk, I'll show those and talk about those in a minute. Uh, the controller uses Thrustmaster's T-Mod technology to allow its modular components to be swapped at any time, even in the middle of gaming. Yeah, no shit. Left and right bumpers, face buttons, share, and option buttons are static, but everything else, including the triggers, hand grips, can all be replaced and swapped. There's even a cosmetic touchpad that uh, can be added to change the look uh, of the large rectangular buttons on the front of the controller while maintaining its functionality. I think this is great. I have some pictures here to show you. Boom. There's a controller. You can see it there at the top. And then there are some components to hot swap around. It got some grips, it looks like, as well. Triggers. Yeah, look at that. Pretty nice. What I like about this is, I mean, yeah, the controller looks a little bulky, doesn't it? But it probably it's probably comfortable. Thrustmaster makes amazing stuff. What I like about this specifically is think about the um, the longevity of your controller. So think about this. You buy this controller and in, let's say, 10 years, let's be generous. Let's say in 10 years, you wear out the joystick. Call of Duty has finally got the upper hand and it fucked up your joystick. It's broken. What do you do? Well, in some cases, you may order parts or find parts online. Just take the controller apart, replace it, plug it all back in, and hopefully it all functions the same. Or you just buy a Thrustmaster uh, part, a joystick, and just hot swap it in. Holy shit, that's amazing. I mean, now, now if the controller is like 100 bucks and the pieces are like 50 a pop, that's going to be shitty. But let's just say that they're somewhat reasonable and affordable. You can just hot swap in a new D-pad, a new joystick. Uh, maybe you have a trigger that's going out. Just swap in a new one. I actually really like this idea. I think this is great. I think more I think more manufacturers, more, more companies need to be doing this. I think it's great. Now, as long as they're stable, they don't like, you know, creak and be all weird and loose. I think we're good. I really like that, though. What do you guys think about that? I would absolutely invest in that. In fact, I wish we had this. Man, I wish I had this back in 1998, 1999, when I was playing Mario Party on N64 and I fucking broke joysticks. We were sitting there playing, mm, doing this shit. Boom. Breaking joysticks. Getting the old, uh, you know, rosy palms. Having rosy palms in there? Yeah, man. You know it. I would, I would love it. I think that's fantastic. 
Speaking of controllers, Nintendo may have quietly released a new pro controller. Yes, some new Nintendo hardware. What? You're asking. Wait, Jade, are, are you saying that they fixed their Joy-Con drift? No. I don't know. But I'm saying it looks like they potentially have a new revision of their pro controller. Uh, NintendoSoup.com reported this earlier. And they said that some Best Buy locations have reportedly stocked a new version of the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. It has a new revision number on the back. Uh, the revision contains the code 104889E is the kicker here, which could be found on the back of the box. Uh, the first revision number, all the same numbers, but the letter on the end was not E. Uh, it was E. The new one is D. Controller has been spotted in the wild. Previ oh, no, I'm sorry. Let me just get my notes in order. The previous revision was 104889D, and the new one is E. All right, so same numbers, but the new letter is E. Uh, it did go on to say that they may have fixed some issues with the D-pad, but uh, no, other, no other official information is on the article. Here is the, uh, here's a little screenshot of the, uh, oh, where are you? Where are you? Where are you, iPad? There you are. There it is. So that's the back of the box. Thing right there. 104889E. We shall see. If you have one of these, let us know what's different about it. How does it feel? How does it look? Would love to know. Um, are you interested in uh, having a little secret dating on Twitch? Well, I guess there's a secret dating app hidden within Twitch. Dexter2 streamer on... Uh, uh, no, Dexter2 reported this. Streamer GGGYUT, get good, discover this, and a hidden platform and a secret escort dating app, evidently. Uh, GGGYUT says, all you got to do is search live you, L-I-V space letter U, and then go to past videos and you can find the stuff. Searching for that term in Twitch will bring up numerous videos that transition through a handful of modeling photos with a robotic and electronic voice saying who the person is. Hello, I'm Anastasia, and I'm ready for you. I don't know what it says. Something like that. The link at the bottom of each video then link to some... Uh, they link to some porn sites, but... Um, they allow you to uh, maybe, you know, meet some hot, fresh singles. In fact, that's how I met Steph. Where's she at? Round of applause. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't yell at me. Stop it. Get some Stop help. Get, 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 get some help. Steph set up my profile and her profile. And uh, we were just searching each other. Right, Steph? Very nice. That's how we met. Hey, um, that's it for some gaming news. Why don't we jump into some tech news? Are you ready for some tech news? Yeah. Tech news. Look out. It's the tech news. Just days after the confirmation of the PS5 being the official name, we got some reports 
by T3.com saying, now they're saying this, a Sony PlayStation, Sony representative. Um, wait, what do they say exactly? Because that's fucking horseshit. They said a representative. That means that's what the company. They said a PlayStation 5 insider. Okay, so it's horseshit. I think it's horseshit until they confirm it. Anyway, they're saying an insider confirmed that the crazy design that we saw back in August. Remember that weird looking thing? They're saying that it is in fact real and it, it is the PlayStation five. And I'm like, this is such bullshit. In fact, the article by T3.com went on to say that it looked fantastic. They called it fantastic looking a YouTube video posted by let's go digital shows the amazing console and all of its angles. Everyone is saying how amazing it looks. And me, I'm over here saying, I honestly think that's probably one of the ugliest consoles I've ever seen. It looks like a fucking router. Not even, a, you know what? Not even a router. It looks like a modem. I won't even give it that. It looks like a fucking modem. Seriously, people? Really? I mean, <sighs> hide this keyboard. Take this keyboard down. Look at this thing. Really? You guys like the look of that? I didn't even show the back of it. Do I have a picture of the back of it? Oh, I don't. It's got these weird like gills and fins at the back for cooling, which makes sense for cooling, but my goodness. Am I the only one who really hates the look of this thing? I can't be the only one. I mean, I'm all for new designs. I'm all for that, you know, but this thing looks like a fucking modem. Put it on your on your countertop. Plug a, a cat six into it and connect to the internet, bruh. Get some help. Stop. It's some help. What? What? Bruh, 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 bruh. Crazy. Um, tons of new updates, tons of new additions, and a lot of new features being added to Twitch, which is great. It's very exciting, and I'm happy for it as a streamer. I like to have updates and new additions like this. Good stuff. I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, there's one that really stands out that I think is great. Uh, founding subs to your Twitch stream, if you're an, an affiliate or partner, can get a new, fun, and exciting badge. Among all the other changes and things that Twitch has brought out recently since TwitchCon, uh, now founding subscribers of your channel can represent and show that they have been there from the beginning. The first 10 subs of your channel for affiliates and the first 25 subs, if you're a partner, receive a new awesome badge. And I have that badge to show right here. It looks really, really cool. Looks like this. Boom. How cool. First. I like it. It's a really cool badge. Looks nice in the stream too. I saw it last night. We were streaming. I go, what does that mean? I had to go look it up. And that's why I put it in the article. It's like, oh my God, how cool. Uh, and we have honestly, for the last four or five weeks, we've been streaming every weekend, streaming a lot. Steph's been playing Dun uh, Darkest Dungeon. I call it the Dankest Dungeon. And I've been playing everything from um, Drive Club. I played Grid. I played four and a half hours of Grid last night to a packed house. It was fantastic. Uh, we had a bunch of people hanging out in there. Uh, it was great. And uh, been playing some Far Cry 5. Just all kinds of great games. So come on by twitch.tv slash thehineyhouse. Give me a follow and join our Discord. You know, let you know when, when we go live on there. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, you know, say you heard this on the podcast, say that you, you're here, say that, yay, I'm in the stream tonight because I heard you talk about it on the podcast and I'll give you a shout out. How about that? Say you heard it here and get half off your sub sandwich. 
I better not talk food. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> uh, evidently, both of the founders of Mixer, the uh, Microsoft streaming platform, have left the company. Yes, it's official. I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. They have left. And I don't want to sit here and like spin this like it's a big negative thing. You have to understand business a little bit. You have to understand what's happening here. Um, so don't look too much into this. I know the first thing in all these articles that I read today, the founders have left and da, 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 it's probably because of this. Like, dude, you know what? I mean, I don't have any insider knowledge. I don't know the people. I don't know that. But I do know business a little bit. So I understand like the model of what's happened. This happens with all small indie startups. They get bought out. The people who started it sold the assets. They got rid of it and they move on. This is very, very typical. Um, so here's the timeline. I actually made notes to put a timeline real briefly how this worked. Small startup begins. Small team of people build that infrastructure for the company. That company then gains a massive popularity, gets the attention from bigger, bigger, deeper pockets business. Bigger, deeper, deeper pocket business then makes offer to buy smaller business. Small business sells to big business. Buyout occurs. Founders of said small company stay a few months to a, two, a few years in order to make this transition easier for everyone. Once the transition has fully happened and everything has been transferred over to bigger business and everything has been acquired, original founders move on. Very typical. It actually happened with uh, Twitch. When Twitch sold, or uh, when, uh, yeah, when Twitch uh, got sold to Amazon. Twitch got sold to Amazon. In fact, the guy, one of the guys who started uh, Justin TV and Twitch, who was the founding, uh, a founder of that, when they sold it to Amazon, then moved on and started a company that I currently work for right now. It's crazy. Which then now it bought what got partially bought by General Motors. It's funny. It's just funny how this whole thing works. It's crazy. So GG Mixer founders, I think it's great. Moving on. I mean, I can only hope to build up a business that then gets the attention from another larger company that makes you an offer. I mean, sell out or not, man, if there's a big company that wants, wants your business, because it's probably because you're doing really well and it's a good business. You did a good job. You should be proud of yourselves. Very, very cool. Oh, man, this is exciting. This is super, super exciting. I'm loving this bit of news right here. Honestly, probably out of every little article I talked about, this one makes me the most excited. Steam Remote Play Together, it's called. Remote Play Together. It's going to introduce online support for local multiplayer games. Hold on. Let me say that again so you understand what I'm saying because it took me a few times. Like, am I really reading this? This remote play together will introduce online, online support for local multiplayer games. Remember, those are games that never had online to begin with. What? Oh, yes, daddy. This is basically kind of what Hamachi did. You guys ever used Hamachi? Is that peer-to-peer -peer kind of tunneling where two computers log into Hamachi servers and they basically peer-to-peer -peer connect to each other. So they're, they're directly connected. And then in your game, you launch LAN 
you launch LAN, they launch LAN, connects through this, the server, you put the server information in, then the computers are directly connected. It acts as a virtual LAN, basically. That is exactly what this is going to do for Steam games that did not have multiplayer, but local multiplayer. Couch co-op. Holy shit, folks. This is massive news. Massive news. <laughs> Fucking dingwoo. Uh, I've always thought of this uh, in the past, like, man, I feel like this could be really easy to do. And Hamachi did it, and I was really happy with it. But it's like this, having this here, yeah, this is going to be amazing. The announcement also goes on to say all local multiplayer, local co-op, and split-screen games will be automatically included in the Remote Play Together beta, which we plan to launch the week of October 21st. Yeah! Dude, that right there, probably the coolest update for me on Steam in years. Even like when they redesigned Steam, like that's not as exciting as this. I am so pumped. In fact, I'm going to go through my list. I'm going to make a list of all the fucking local games that either like the online doesn't work anymore or it has local uh, co-op or couch co-op. Holy shit. We are going to get down. Are you excited for that? Think about that. Think about the possibilities. Think about all the games that you have that are just like single, well, not single player, but like multiplayer, like beat em ups or shoot. Dude, they have Raiden and stuff in there. They have a whole bunch of shooters, like shoot em ups that are two player. <gasps> Think about it. Oh my God. I'm so pumped. Speaking of being pumped, we talked about it earlier. I told you we'd have a lot of stuff on here about VR and new patents. Well, PlayStation 5 VR could potentially be wireless, according to a new patent. Yep, these patents, which were originally filed in February, appear to show a few big changes that could be coming to the updated PSVR headset for PlayStation 5. The most noticeable change is the addition of new outward-facing cameras, two on the front of the headset and one on the back, as well as a camera in the controller themselves. Mm. Patton also briefly mentions the idea that the headset could work wirelessly through Bluetooth. That feature would certainly help stand out among all the other uh, VR headsets in a very crowded field. Um, and plus being non-tethered, that's huge. Um, we're sure to hear more about the PlayStation VR down the road. Of course, when the new console gets announced and all that sort of thing, I think it's, I don't think it's going to be a launch item, but I think that it is coming and if it's wireless like that, holy shit, that's going to be amazing. However, I don't think Bluetooth, at least yet, I don't think Bluetooth is capable of the bandwidth of, uh, of that data, of streaming that data yet. Unless they're doing it like 1080p, pretty compressed. You got to watch that, you know. I don't think I would take a wireless VR headset if that meant I'm having compressed 1080p or 720p footage. I already have 720p on the PS4 VR. I wouldn't want to have the benefit of just having it being non-tethered <clears throat> wireless. No, no. So they either need to reintroduce or they need to work on a new uh, codec or a new Bluetooth infrastructure, maybe come out with a new type of Bluetooth. Bluetooth 10 XR Pro Max. <laughs> I actually have a few pictures of the patent here so you guys can see it. <clears throat> There's the VR headset there. You see the camera on the back. Uh, and there's the camera there, I guess, in the controller. I don't know what I'm looking at, really. 
looks kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, uh, that should be cool. I mean, I'm I'm down for that. Excited? Hey, man, look, this is exciting times right now. We're we're living in a, a very exciting time where we are having new hardware, new software. The technology is is advancing. I mean, we're so advanced as it is, but we have a long ways to go. It will continue to evolve. And I'm loving it, man. This is great. This is fantastic. I love it. So great. Uh, folks, we have a whole nother week to go. I'm going to do a whole nother week for our community event. So that means you still have time. If you're listening right now, get in discord uh, and post hashtag Halloween post, maybe a scary game that you like with a story behind it, maybe a costume, maybe an outfit. What are you going to be for Halloween? Let's see it. Post them up. Let's talk about Halloween. I got to see some Resident Evil. I may post a. I'm going to post a picture of them chasing me and the dogs. You know, those dogs chasing my ass. That's where I wet myself. I get scared every time. Freaks me out. So go to my website, heinyhouse.com. Scroll to the top. Click the Discord icon. You can join. It launches on your phone, your tablet, your computer, anywhere. It's great. It's lovely. Or just check the show notes, yo. Just look at the show notes. They're all there. All the info's there. Heinyhouse.com. You know what else is there? Audio questions. Had some great audio questions on the hotline last week. Great audio questions. Man, so good. In fact, uh, Percy Havoc, he wrote to me, or he sent me a message about, uh, you know, finding the balance of work and life and creating entertainment, all this great stuff. I'm going to make it a an after party. I'm going to talk more about it deeply in an after party episode at some point. I really, really enjoy that. Thanks again, Percy. And if anyone else wants to call, shoot the shit, say something to me. Send me a voicemail. I'd love to talk with you. 503-908-5490 is the phone number. Again, that's 503-908-5490. Of course, that is also in the show notes as well if you don't have a pen or pencil handy. Community event again, going down, hashtag Halloween. Post a picture, you know, I already got you on that. Discord, you know that. All the social media, we're going to wrap up the show. We're there. We are there, man. You guys have reached out to me and said some amazing stuff about the song I played last week. You guys are really, really enjoying my vaporwave uh, project called HQLP high quality, long play. And because of that, got some really great posts on Twitter. You guys talking about it. You guys saying, wow, great song. Loved it. I'm going to play another one from HQLP. Another one from that vaporwave stuff there. Um, which one should I do? Let's see. Last time I played, what did I play last time? I think I played Romance. Did I? Let me look. No, I played Shooting Star. Yeah, I played Shooting Star. That's really good. This time, though, I'm going to, oh, that's what it is. I played Shooting Star last time. Now I'm going to play a song called Romance. Let's pop it open here. Let's see if we can get it. There it is. I'm going to leave you guys with a song. Thank you so much for joining I appreciate you all so much. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. Get in there right now because another after party is coming very, very soon. We're in the middle of October. I'm going to release it before uh, Halloween. That's exclusive to Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month is all it takes. That's it. And you get on the board. You get a special shout out. Let's pop it up. Where is it? Let's pop it up because we need to do this on the way out here. Main floor and above. So all the main floor and Game Loft patrons get that exclusive show. But thanks to everyone from the ground floor to the top. Brandon, George, Aaron, Weldon, Tammy, Sam, Luke, and my man Ryan. Thank you all so much for your very generous support.
here. Uh, in fact, the show's even, the reason why the show's here is because of you guys, all of you. Love you so much. Let's jump into the song. It's called Romance HQLP. Good night. And we'll see you another time.
telling you guys, you know, if you want to support the channel, if you want to support the show, go check that out on my website, heinyhouse.com. You can also go to my Bandcamp page. It's there to stream and listen to. Throw me a little tip, you know, maybe a little donation, a little, hey, I like this. Would have really appreciate that. Of course, if you join Patreon, you get all that plus like 10 more gigs of my music, my entire discography. Absolutely free. So check it out. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye now.